0: thank you for tuning into what's the wi-fi passer a place where we have discussions about topics and issues that are relevant to the teens in our generation and how to point them towards the gospel if you have any questions or would like to learn more about this podcast please email joshua shively at joshua s calvary.com
1: so you guys i've been thinking today about worship and in this season you know, as we're doing church and youth group and all this stuff online now, I think the hardest part of a church service, or at least one of the hardest parts, to uh, transmogrify from a in-person setting to an online setting is the idea of corporate worship, right? You don't have the same sense of, you know, 50 people being around you, you know, unless you're A member of Malachi and Ellie's family. Uh, You don't have this huge crowd like in the worship set. You don't have the band right in front of you. And so worship's looking a little bit different right now. But it's also got me kind of thinking that for as great as corporate worship is, there's also some really awkward moments in it. There's some strange things going on with the people around you. Anytime you've got people on stage, doing any sort of performance, you know, I'm not trying to compare worship to like a concert, but they are, you know, performing an instrument. There's room for error and room for some gaps to show up. So I want to hear from you guys. uh, What is the funniest or most awkward moment that you've experienced during a worship set?
2: Yeah, oh my gosh, I had one fairly recently, which just makes me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> makes it even better, I feel like, because you would think in the year 2020, there couldn't be too many worship fails, like as far as like musicality and rhythmically and the distractions, because honestly, I think all worship is worship. I don't think you need to sing on tune. I don't think all those things that is all glory glorying, glory and our bringing glory to God. But to be like, let's just set the stage. It's a night of worship. You invite a whole community, not just your church, but, like, all these churches. And so you just think that, like, they're going to put together a team that is on the same page musically and can pull through songs, right? And I went to this music night, and (laughs) first of all, just by the way that the worship leaders were dressed, you could tell they all had their own agenda. Like, They were, they were out for something (laughs) just in different decades. So like, for example, the bass player, she was dressed like it was the seventies. And so you could just tell like her style of bass playing was going to be, you know, a little throwback, a little nod to the seventies age. Um, The drummer looked pretty punk. So, you know, and then the two main leadership leaders seemed pretty hip and one had on the hat. So, you know, they're going to be more like trendy and... As worship began and continued, it just got harder and harder to worship because the distractions on stage just grew greater and greater and greater. Like at one point the the person who was beginning the song had missed their the drummer had missed the cue so many times they had looped through it about 10 or 15 times and the person playing the keys finally just turns around and says it's your turn (laughs) and i was just i was dying i was dying because i mean i was trying really hard it's not very often that i even attend worship services because normally i'm with the kids or i just have like a responsibility but i was not at my church this is not yeah so that in and of itself, there was some very interesting just calls for worship from the, it was just, it was all over the place, you guys. I can't freaking <laughs> forget to explain, but they were offbeat. They weren't together. They were building up at different parts the buildup was like slowed down by the drummer at times it was all around just watching like a really bad car accident happen but like in slow motion and (laughs) I just felt my heart just went out for them because you could tell they were all really trying but I think it was like their first time playing together or something or their first time maybe like playing publicly all together and so it was a real struggle for them but definitely memorable <laughs> definitely yeah it, it was interesting that's for sure mm. what about you guys what about you austin
3: all right so back when i was uh serving in the worship ministry in the youth ministry you know playing the electric guitar like actually singing and leading worship there are a number of experiences that stand out to me, you know, like my glasses, like slipping off uh, one time and not being able to read music and just kind of guessing. And that didn't go so well. Um, I've, I've seen, you know, Josh Lewis, who was the worship leader before me in the youth ministry. I've seen him swallow a fly and then like cough, like midline, just like I, I looked over and (laughs) that is
2: like like like, a worse fear.
3: (laughs) And, And just like watching him like struggle to croak out the words of the song is just, That is great. But the one experience that like really um, takes the cake is I was playing electric uh, guitar on the main stage. I think we were going through the Gospel of Luke. And mind you, the thing that makes this even like worse is that this whole experience was actually caught on video and it's forever on the Internet for everyone to see. And I'm not going to tell you guys which part of the Luke series it is. If you really want to know, you guys can look through the videos on the Calvary YouTube. Um, but I was playing the electric guitar, and I decided I was going to let my amp uh, rest and shut it off between the 9 and the 11 service during that buffer time. And so 11 o'clock service is starting. I, I roll up to the stage. I get my guitar tuned. The countdown is going. We're at, like, you know, 30 seconds. I look over at Brenton and everybody else who's, you know, they're all getting ready. And then, um, you know, the countdown hits zero. The drums start to swell, and we're we're singing At Your Name. It's like, at your name, da 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 And then, you know, my part is like coming up. And then I go to hit a note and I realize there's no sound coming out. I didn't turn my amp back on. See, I had left it off during the buffer time. And so I had, I was mortified. I was like a, I was like a deer stuck in the headlights and I was just frozen there. I was like, okay, what do I do? Do I just like, do I pretend to play and just like pretend like I'm doing it? or do i like just humble my, myself just swallow my pride and do i go down and like turn my amp on and then like get back up and try to like finagle that and so what the video shows you maybe we can like post it later but it shows me i made the decision i got down took off my guitar while service is like starting everybody's like looking at me um michael hoppy the drummer you can see him in the video he like he starts laughing when he sees me like walking off stage and brenton is like looking over and he's like hey welcome to calvary and he's just like <laughs> he's not even looking at the congregation because he's looking at me like walking off the stage he's, like, <laughs> he's got like one eye on the congregation one one eye on me walking off the stage he's just like hey uh good good morning calvary um, how's everybody doing and i'm just like my face is like probably bright red at this point i go turn on my amp make it back up on stage plug in my guitar and then i like manage to land the first chorus at least and come in at a smooth point but that's just like if you watch the video, you, you see basically everything the internal thought processes, you see like the other worship team members just like kind of laughing,
1: but also they're just like, what the heck is going on here? So it's it was impressive. It was a great, I've seen the video a number of times. Austin redeems it at the end for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had a few strange ones. Um, Like, I was once in one when I first was starting to do slides for worship. I started by doing slides for young adult ministry with Josh Lewis leading. And Josh is the worst person to learn slides for, just because he bounces (laughs) everywhere when he leads worship. And one time, he was playing um, Jesus Paid It All. And I'm going through, you know, he does it, he does the. The verse, and then the chorus, and then the verse, and then the chorus, and then the bridge. And then all of a sudden, he gets into this verse that I've never heard before on Jesus Paid It All. So I start Googling it to see if I could get the lyrics in there really quickly. I'm searching it, typing in word for word what he's saying, Jesus Paid It All, and it doesn't exist. He, like, wrote a verse. In the moment for Jesus paid it all, <laughs> yeah and just oh God like I don't know where it came from. He insists afterwards. he's like, no that's, that's normally a part of the song. It totally is. Um, so that was strange. I've also I'm not going to name any names or do any shout outs with this, but I have had two different middle school students faint during a worship set on Sunday.. <laughs> and both times it was just really stinking strange uh, i remember the first one i was in like the congregation it was back when george was the pastor and the worst sundays and i just heard this loud like kind of thud and i opened my eyes and all of a sudden there's this middle school boy and he's like lying on the ground and it was like oh no what has happened here Then the second one might have been even more frightening because my eyes were open. I was doing slides, and all of a sudden, I saw a kid in the front row, like, drop down. And what it looked like is if you guys know Jamie Harper, have you ever seen him during worship? He is, like, so in to, like, raising his hands, getting on his knees. He goes 100% for worshiping God. But he has these moments where he just, like, cannonballs onto his knees and just, like, drops down. And so that's what I thought it was. But Jamie's off up there on a Sunday. So I see of the core of my eye, I'm like, dang, this kid is like into it right now. Like oh, Chris is leading. <laughs> I look over and then the kneel continues into just a crumple. And he falls on the ground. Chris, like you hear him like gradually stop playing. He just looks confused. Thank goodness. We have Luke Ziola on our leadership team. He's a, PA. So he's basically a doctor. He was able to step in and uh, just save the day and and help out the situation. But man, it's a weird moment when something like that happens during worship. So thank you guys for sharing some uh, awkward worship stories. Uh, you may have heard based on our voices that uh, we've got myself, Andy, and Tate as normal here today. But we also have a special guest in case in place of Joshua. So. Austin, do you want to say hi and introduce yourself to everyone? Hey
3: guys, it's uh, Austin. Um, I've been on the podcast once before, but uh, in case any of you guys need a little bit of a refresher, I'm the youth director for um, Refuge Church over in Salinas, the um, church plant that came out of Calvary Monterey. I served in the uh, Calvary Monterey youth ministry for uh, three to four years as a uh, leader, um, worship leader, um, and many other miscellaneous roles I feel like is, you know, we learn in youth ministry with wearing a bunch of different hats. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm well versed in, um, awkward worship, <laughs> uh, encounters and experiences. So mm-hmm. certainly have no shortage of
1: those. Yes. Well, it's great to have you on again today, Austin, and keeping the theme that we've been discussing so far, uh, we're doing these weekly, you can call them practices or themes or, uh, Spiritual disciplines that we're focusing on with our podcast of each day, Monday through Friday, we're trying to give you a new insight into a practice that Christians throughout centuries and millennia have followed as a way of just growing spiritually, a way of honoring and worshiping God. And our practice for this week is going to be talking about worship. And to set the stage for the week, we want to kind of just cast a vision. For what worship is and what it means. Because worship, it's actually so much more than just the moment when Erica or Chris or Brenton or whoever it may be gets on stage of a guitar and leads us in a few songs. That worship is actually a full life uh, discipline or sacrifice. So, Austin, would you mind uh, just kind of giving us a, a picture of? what worship looks like from like a 360 degree view for the Christian. Yeah, absolutely. I think that
3: one uh, good place to start when, when we're taking a look at the subject of worship is uh, the throne room of God. When you uh, study the book of revelation and you go through chapters four and five, you learn about all of these funky, like uh, living creatures who have eyes all over their bodies and these 24 elders who I'm convinced that Jamie Harper is going to be one of those (laughs) 24 elders when he get to heaven. And we find out like, oh my gosh, like you have a golden bowl full of incense. And that was, you know, those are your prayers that you were praying consistently. Um, but, you know, this, this theme of worship, this idea of worship, um, when you take a look at the throne room of God, you see that everything revolves around the throne. Everything revolves around the glory of God. And worship, um, you know, the English term, it's derived from uh, this term worth-ship. Like, you know, how, how weighty something is or how much worth it has and everything in that throne room from the living creatures to the 24 elders to the uh, thousands of angels that are there they're all there to ascribe or to give glory you know to God and not not that we can like add glory to God but um, we can bring his glory into like what Brenton calls like vivid focus like this idea of magnifying Christ you know in our lives in, in our perspectives and so I think that's a good place to start it's giving glory to God and music. I like how you said uh, music is just one of the ways that we get to do that. Um, but this idea of worship is is all encompassing, giving glory to God. And so, um, one scripture that um, you and I have been talking about um, pretty recently is Romans twelve verses one through two. I'll read it here. It says, "I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual." Worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Now, when we talk about presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice, um, the context here is um, service. The word here for worship in the Greek is uh, latreuo, and don't ask me how to spell that because I'm not going to know how to spell that. I just know how to say it. Um, But it's this idea of service, like serving God is a way that we get to um, give glory to him. I know that, you know, Andy, you and Tate serve in many different ways with the, you know, children's ministry, with um, teaching, you know, with all of the the ways that you help um, Joshua out. And, you know, service is like a very broad kind of umbrella. But um, I wanted to ask you guys, um, what does that term like a living sacrifice mean to you guys?
2: Yeah, I actually love that verse that you shared. I remember studying it for, I feel like a whole class period when I took the Book of Romans class in Bible college because they were just like, this verse is everything. (laughs) Like if you can get this verse down, if if you think about this verse even once a week, like your walk with the Lord will be good. It will, you know, it will, you'll be in a right spot with him. And I think it's because it's this idea that every single day we get the opportunity to rededicate our, our not just our physical bodies, but our spiritual like minds and our hearts to the Lord. And that is worship. And we live to worship God, to glorify him um, ultimately. So I think for me, it's simply like when I think about um, that sacrifice part, it's just a part of my day. And I don't do it every morning, but I would say six out of the 10 mornings or something, I'm waking up and I'm saying like, okay, Lord, here I am. This is your day. Please use me. Um, I love actually Pastor Jeff has been asking this question that he asks in his own personal devotional time or morning time. And he says, what is it, Lord? Like, what, what can I do for you today? How can I live for you today? Just that simple question of like, what is it, Lord? What are you, what are you trying to get for me today? Yeah. It's just like a complete surrender. And you say it verbally, but I even just say it mentally. Like as soon as Mm. I wake up, I want that to be one of my first thoughts. I want, one of my first thoughts when, I, when I'm lying down to go to sleep and when I wake up in the morning to be about God. And um, I feel like if I can do that, I am, I'm a better version of Tate. I'm a, I'm a version of Tate that brings glory to God and that worships God and that honors people because I'm worshiping God. So I don't mm. know. What about you, Andy?
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, when I think of that verse specifically – I usually connect it to the parallel Jesus saying, Whoever wants to be my disciple must take up their cross daily and follow mm-hmm. me. Because it's that that same picture of sacrifice. You know, taking up your cross in their day and age, that was you saying, Hey, you're going to die. But I'll just yeah. die, you're going to suffer. It's going to be painful and difficult for you. And so when I think of uh, what it means to present your body as a living sacrifice—I I carry that picture in my head of taking up the cross and viewing it as a life that is given and handed over to God. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a really beautiful but kind of tricky to understand picture in Second Corinthians two, where Paul talks about how Jesus takes us as captives in His procession or His Triumphal March and this mm-hmm. picture of like Roman generals, when they would win a battle, they would return to Rome or some other great city, and they would be up on like a horse, being honored and recognized, and behind them, like their troops would be marching, they would be carrying in all the gold and valuables that they stole from uh, whatever village they conquered, and they would have the captives like slaves nobles and royalty from that captive nation walking behind them as like a picture of we defeated these people like we conquered mm-hmm. them they are ours and paul kind of reframes that as we are those captives in jesus's procession it's not mm-hmm. meant to say that jesus is some cruel conqueror but that jesus he is chasing us down that he is yeah. looking Uh, make us ours and it's a humbling thought to be viewed as that within jesus's procession but we totally are we are these uh captives in one sense meant to give glory to god with our beings yeah
3: and i mean you think about the woman at the well i mean that's a great example of like someone that he's coming after he is pursuing somebody and Mm -hmm you know, when he's having that conversation with, um, this Sumerian woman, he, he explicitly says that, um, God is looking for people that will worship both in spirit and in truth, you know, Mm -hmm. with their motions, with the entirety of their inner being. Um, and I like how you were talking about the procession, Andy, it's almost like, it's like this paradox of like victorious surrender, like Mm -hmm. Christ leads us Mm -hmm. in the victory procession. And yet we're surrendered to him. We're like, you know, there are all sorts of phrases that the Bible uses, like, you know, slaves of righteousness that were submitted to him. But since we're united to him, we're united to him, both in his death and his life, Yeah. Uh, in his, you know, crucifixion and in his vic- victorious uh, resurrection. And so mm-hmm. it's a kind of paradox that is portrayed there like that.
1: Yeah, um, it's a great word. Yeah. Well, hopefully this has given all of you listening kind of a, Uh, maybe an expanded understanding of what worship is. And so Tate, I want to ask what uh, kind of practical thing can you advise the students to do uh, today, this week as a way of just dipping their toes into what it's like to worship God in this way?
2: Yeah. um, I think I'm going to give you just two very simple things one when you wake up in the morning i want you to try to say what we were saying like here i am lord use me today like i'm yours i want to follow after you i want to bring you glory and just have that say it out loud but then have try to have that be your thought for a moment or two at the beginning of your day and then i think at the end of the day before the our podcast um austin was saying that he makes it a practice in his life to bring to Give thanks to the Lord through gratitude as a form of worship. And again, because that's acknowledging the God in the every parts of your day. So at the end of your day, I want you to just take inventory and write down or say to someone or say it out loud, like three or four things that you're grateful for from the Lord. And for that day specifically, like not just in general, but try to really think about your day and be very specific about that day.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So open your day with a quick phrase and just posture of willingness before God, and then keep count of the things that you are grateful for that God has done for you. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Thank you both so much. This has been a great podcast. Uh, we're going to be signing out now. I know we ran a little bit long today, but I think it was worth it. We had some really good conversations We love you guys, absolutely, and want to encourage you to wash your hands.
2: Wash your hands and worship the Lord.
0: Calvary Monterey's youth ministries meet on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. at Calvary Monterey. Both middle school and high school students are welcome. Come on out. You belong here. And I promise, we don't bite.